Oh, so this is the thanks I get for working overtime. Overtime! You think you know me. Welcome into the White Claw Hard Seltzer Studios Overtime coming at you for the next two hours right here on Fox Sports Knoxville's Fan Run Radio. Jake Miller, William Pattison, Dawson Wise. William's last show of the year. Uh, yes, it is. Yeah, uh, very, very bittersweet moment. Um, but A little bit. Thankfully, I'm returning in, in the new year. Absolutely. Tennessee will take on NC State tomorrow. Very late tip-off. A very, very late tip-off. William, something that I heard today, and I'm hoping that we just got some bad information. You know what kind of basketball they're using tomorrow? Uh, I did see that. The same one we used in the Texas Tech game. The Spalding Ball. Spalding I don't know why. Why, are, I don't, why is that a thing? They might just have it there at the arena because, you know, the NBA is not using the uh, – they're using the Wilson Evo, mm-hmm. whereas they use the Spalding official NBA basketball before Mm -hmm. and that might just be one that's been left at the arena it's like okay well these are still good these have never been used we're going to use this one but even though it's the same shape the same weight it might not have the same texture and it can alter how you play the game i'm going to make that clear a basketball can alter how you play the game if you're used to using a Wilson Evolution like myself, uh, William, what did you use growing up? Uh used the Wilson ball, and then I also had a Nike Elite ball that I took from Kennedy Chandler in eighth grade. Nice. It's it's literally it's the funniest thing, and I, I joke around about it. Um, <laughs> you, hold on, hold on. Just, so we were at this camp, and this real William Patterson, known thief, everybody. Well, okay, hold on. Uh, we were at MUS, and he was up there playing, and he left his ball in the gym, and it literally said Kennedy on it. Like, he hand-wrote yeah. Kennedy. Um, so I, I joke around now that I have a Kennedy Chandler signed basketball. So I use that one as a Nike Elite ball, but usually if we were playing, like, a you know MUS basketball, high school basketball, we'd use yeah. a Wilson once. Dawson, you play any hoops? My fair share. I mean, you know, pick up games, but not nothing too competitive, no. Not really. Just use what you got at the rec, right? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, gotcha. Nike Elite was my choice, too, but I, I gotcha. didn't steal one from Kennedy Chandler. So nice. Can't say that. Nice. I've never stolen a basketball from anybody. But the reason I say this is that was the excuse that was used a couple of years ago when we did play Texas Tech. Sure. That game was awful. It was. Uh, I, <laughs> I think the over-under might have been like 140, and I don't even think it got to 100. Yeah, scoring was a premium in that game, and we yeah. also had uh, Josiah Jordan-James, probably his worst moment of his – Tennessee basketball, dude. Career. He can finally dunk and go to the rack again. I, I don't know. I guess it was. Oh, well, let's hope. Let's, <laughs> he, let's hope we don't revert back to that. Well, let's not do that let's <laughs> tomorrow. Do that. This game is in San Antonio, I do believe. That's one of the big Texas cities. I heard they got churros in the ready to go for tomorrow in the stands. Mm, I love some, some vanilla ice cream. Ooh boy, churros. Charles Barkley's going to be watching. Oh yeah. You know who's not going to be watching? Uh, uh, who? <laughs> All them people that he talks about down in San Antonio. Well, yeah, they'll be they'll be at <laughs> if they get tickets to the game, they'll be at the concessions. It'd be half attendance because they've taken up two seats. You, you know what's a secret down there? Well, oh, Victoria. Victoria. Victoria is a secret down there. <laughs> he said they can't get in them little draws. Oh, Golly, oh my goodness! But when you look at this game, William, the one thing that comes to mind is the DJ Burns revenge game. Sure. For me, I mean that's just what's standing out to me. Now, I don't know exactly like what is going to happen tomorrow because now that I know what kind of basketball we're using, you know, 
going into the game, I would say, you know, Tennessee should probably be around a 12 and a half point favorite mm-hmm. in this game. That's what I would say we should be. But knowing that we're using altered equipment, it's not going to be anywhere near that. It's probably going to be more like a five or a six point game. So if that line opens up it's at a, about 12 it's and eight and a half right now, it's eight and a half. Eight and a half okay. Yes. So I don't, I don't know how I feel about that either, just because you never know what's going to happen when two teams are using a basketball that they've never used. And these NBA rims, they hit a lot different than what you do. You know, a Porter, I think, is what we use at Thompson Bowling. We still using Porter over here, or are we using Spalding? Uh, don't know what the stanchion yeah, is. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. But I mean, the thing is, like, it doesn't matter if it's a basketball. The stanchion that we're using for the basket, you know, when you use different equipment, mm-hmm. it alters your game. Yeah, I mean, that's just like putting on a new pair of shoulder pads for the first time. If you're used to one set of shoulder pads that you've basically, as a quarterback, rip the side pads out of that way it gives you more room to throw and you go to a new set of pads and your new coach says no you can't take those out guess what it alters the way you throw the football yeah oh my goodness we want to hear from you let's go ahead and open up the phone lines 865-546-8200 your number if you want to hop on the show joshy boy is up first what do you say joshy what up guys hey Actually, uh, not too long ago, I just got back home uh, from the casino. Of course you oh, did. wow. <laughs> yeah, I went to uh, Harris Cherokee. Stayed the uh, night there last night. Well, thanks for the invite, buddy. <laughs> yeah. You do know that I get free parking when I'm over there, like the good parking, because I'm a veteran, right? Oh, nah. Yeah, so next time you want to go, just hit me up, and I'll see if I got some free time. Will do. But, uh, I love gambling. Ah, uh, Jake, you just mentioned about that Spalding ball that they're going to use in the game tomorrow night. Yes. I wish they would not do that because uh, I really don't like Spalding's ball. I don't either. Like, as a player and knowing how we have played with that ball in the past, because, you know, I'm glad you mentioned that, Joshy, because let's call this like it is. If you say that it's just a basketball, then you've never played the game. Well, I think it's more so just the feel – uh, yep. You become so used to it, you know, playing with a certain style ball. Yeah. Um, and then, I don't know, just kind of any any shooter will tell you, um, and I'm not saying I'm a shooter, but, uh, you know, any shooter will tell you there's they can tell when there's a difference uh, just in the mapping of the ball, the way it grips. It's just yeah. it's something they'll have to adjust to. Now, if they were smart, I think they'd be uh, at least practicing today with it, getting yeah. used to that, and I'm sure they did. Now, are you all able to remember when the NBA tried to switch up the Spalding ball? I do. Yes, I do remember. And yeah. it didn't meet on the sides. Like, it basically did a loop. Yeah. And that's where you got your your ridges from. Mm-hmm. But they used a different material. It was almost like a microfiber material. Mm-hmm. And then Steve Nash took a picture of his hand. And because of the material of the ball, they didn't take into account, that, hey, these guys sweat a lot. Mm-hmm. This is going to bring cuts. They took a picture of Steve Nash's hand. Yeah. And it looked like he just got mauled by a dog. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh... Switching the football with uh, the news today of uh, Cooper announcing coming back, is there any word on uh, Spraggins if he's coming back or not? Uh, there's been no official word. Uh, I, I, the, really, the only two guys we're waiting on now from last year's team are Brew McCoy and Spraggins. Uh, we've gotten uh, John Campbell said he's coming back. Cooper Mazes said he's coming back. Gerald Mincy said he's coming back. And then obviously Omari Thomas yeah. yesterday was the big, big announcement defensively. But we've heard nothing from Spraggins and nothing from Brew McCoy. Um, and those are kind of the two remaining pieces of guys that could return. Yeah, I'm hearing Bruce fifty-fifty, right? Uh, I'm, to be honest, I've not heard anything about Brew. If I'm Brew McCoy, I'm coming back for a year. And that's that's like, been my argument. Yeah. Like my thing is, right. if you're about to go to the draft, right? Yeah. And this is a once in a lifetime thing. You only get to enter the draft once and go through the draft process once, right? If your name is up there and you think you're going to be a day one or a day two pick, you go. Yeah. I mean, that's what Jalen Wright did today. He announced that he's going. Probably because he thinks he's going to be a day one or a day two pick, and, well, and good for him. Well, well, my thing too is why would you not want to leave off on a good note? Like if you're going into the draft right after a big injury, these teams are not going to have any film on what you look like after that. <clears throat> Excuse me. And uh, you know, I, I, I'd, I'd rather you know have a full season of playing and showing guys, hey, you know, even though I had that injury last year, I'm still 100. percent I'm still the same player I was. Um, so anytime a player's injured before a draft, that obviously. Yeah. Is going to be a, a hit to their draft maybe, stock, yeah. and maybe uh, some concern of yes, taking- yeah, because you got to keep in mind, Josh. There are a lot of wide receivers out there, right? 
And yeah. if they're in between two guys, let's say they're in between uh, a guy and Brew, they're going to take the guy that's healthy, you know, and that's yeah. and that's the harsh reality of it. But if I'm Brew, I'm like, hey, uh, come back. you got a really good quarterback back there. you got an offensive line that's going to be seasoned, a, a veteran offensive line, and you're going to be one of the focal points in the receiving game. I don't know why you wouldn't return. And, uh I don't know what Haddon tweeted out last night, but he kind of had like a cryptic tweet, like yeah. a big news today or something he, like that. Yeah, today was a big day. They graduated, and that's what that was. Uh, Kamal oh, Haddon okay. graduated. Like, and the thing yeah. is, like he, I, I don't think he can come back, even if he wanted to. No, uh, like that's another thing too that people need to understand is like this guy cannot return for another year of football. Yeah, he tweeted out that he yeah. could come back, but I don't know if he checked his own eligibility because. Uh, after f- some further research, uh, he's out of he's out of years. He's out of eligibility. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, unless he wants to grad or be a grad transfer, he can do that. Uh, yeah, him and Grant Furking. Jake, Jake uh, am I in the camp uh, that I do not want uh, Tyler Barron to come back? Am I the only person that's that that I don't want that to happen? I don't think you're the only person, and quite frankly, I'm sick and tired of dealing with him. He pulled yeah. the same stuff last year, Joshy, in which he was about to go to Kentucky. Trying to get more in Iowa. Yeah. yeah. You know, and you know what? If you enter the transfer portal twice, you're not dedicated to your team. You're dedicated to money. You're a selfish person. You are a selfish person. I mean, that's like he – honest to God, if he does that, does he rank above Henry Toa Toa in guys that left that you just cannot stand? Well, the thing that wow. makes me kind of wonder why he's doing all this—he's a Knoxville kid. He went to Knox Catholic. Yeah, uh, had a very yeah. good career there. Has been for you know been at Tennessee for three to four years now, and he's you know he entered the portal last year, and then Tennessee gives him the nil money he wants, mm-hmm. and now he enters back in, and it looks like right now he's headed to Ole Miss, uh, from what I heard today. Um, well, and this wow. is not like a and, you know, Trevor Lawrence or a T Higgins no. or Travis Etienne because people don't know this Travis Etienne. That's Jansen Jackson's cousin. He grew up a Tennessee fan, so he was looking at Tennessee as well. But yeah. Butch Jones told all three of those guys to go somewhere else because he didn't think that they'd fit the system here. That's a different situation. With Tyler Barron, you grew up, you played at Knoxville Catholic, you get offered by your hometown school, a school that you know very well, a school that you're very familiar with, and then this is now the second year in a row in which you want to enter the transfer portal because you want to go grab a bag? Get out of here, dude. If, yeah. th- if that's how it's going to be, then I don't want you here. Well, I think also he could have handled it so much better. Like, if you want to go to another school because you think you're going to have a better playing situation there. That's I, different. That's totally fine. Yeah. But let's not, you know, enter the portal, not say anything, and then do the same thing last year. Because now we're just assuming, as, you know, critics and, and radio people, we're just assuming he's doing the same thing he did last year. Yeah, he got a crystal ball yeah. to Ole Miss. Yeah, so I, I think – So go on. And if, I don't care anymore. If Ole Miss or Alabama or Georgia or Texas, any of these teams looking at him, want to pay him that kind of money, so so be it. He's had six and a half sacks in four years. I mean, is that yeah. is that someone you're throwing the you know the, the kitchen sink for? I, not me. I'm not throwing no. a sack full of crystals. I mean, that, that'd Jake, be about it. That's all he's worth. Jake, William, Dawson, do you guys want an NBA winner tonight? Hey, did you listen to the one I gave last night, Joshy? Uh, unfortunately, no. Yeah. Gave you, you a, gave you a five-leg parlay. Four of the legs hit and one of them pushed, so I got the payout. There you go. Yeah. All right, I'm giving you guys an NBA two-legger tonight. Okay. We're taking uh, Julius Randle over eight and a half rebounds. Okay. And uh, the second final leg, we're taking Victor Wimbiyama. Over 32-and-a-half points plus rebounds. Okay, I can see that. I thought you meant just over 32-and-a-half points. It's like, buddy, he ain't getting to 25. It's, it's going <laughs> to be a plus 206, should be. Okay, that's a good one. Yeah. Triple your money. I like yep. it. And uh, out the door, is there a line out yet in that uh, Tennessee NC State game for tomorrow night? I think you said it was 8-and-a-half, did you not, William? Yes, 8-and-a-half. think they cover tomorrow, Jake? I don't know. You know, knowing the, what we know about the equipment being used, I'm probably going to stay away yeah. from this game. True. Well, uh, thanks for taking my call, guys. All right. Appreciate the phone call, Joshy. Stay with us. Overtime continues. More Fan Run Radio on the way.
Ever been the coach who realized the team's gear just wasn't up to par? Well, if I'm being honest, that was me. Just a downright irresponsible and plain bad coach. Then, SM Athletics changed the game. I want you to picture this. I walk into their store, a coach with a vision. SM Athletics didn't just see a coach. They saw a team's potential. And they delivered custom uniforms so striking. Our team's spirit soared. From cutting edge apparel to top-notch equipment, SM Athletics transformed our presence. No more unreliable online orders or envying the other team's style. SM Athletics stands for quality, design, and on-time delivery every time. Coaches, elevate your team with SM Athletics. Call 865. 966-3434 or visit smathletics.com. Get the best for your team. Delivered right and on time. So, elevate your team's game by contacting SM Athletics today. Are you ready to make your dream home a reality? Hi, I'm Bo Kregner, and here at the Kregner Group at Realty Executives, we know that finding the perfect home is more than just a transaction. It's about finding your sanctuary, your future, your happiness. Our team is dedicated to guiding you every step of the way, ensuring a smooth and stress-free journey towards home ownership. Whether you're buying, selling, or investing, we're here to help. Call me anytime at 865-742-1035 or just visit us online at bonoshouses.com. I'm Smokey Bear, and I made an assistant to help you out because only you can prevent wildfires. Hey, Assistant Smokey Bear, call me Papa Bear because I'm grilling up dinner. <laughs> do you get it? Yes, good job. So, what should I do with all these coals? Don't just toss them out. Put them in a metal container because those embers can start a wildfire. I understand. The stakes are high. Ha, 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 ha. Learn more at SmokeyBear.com. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ag Council. Attention service members and veterans, introducing the Griffin Law Firm, your trusted ally in military legal matters. Whether it's fighting for your rights, navigating complex regulations, or seeking justice, at Griffin Law, your mission is their mission. Here's VFL Marshall Griffin. As a veteran and retired military attorney, I've successfully defended lifelong benefits and helped preserve professional futures. So I know that when you hire a military justice lawyer, you maximize your chance to get relief. With my unique experience, I can advocate for you because there's no military matter that's too big or too small. Let us help you make these critical decisions that could affect the rest of your life. Remain silent, request counsel, call Griffin Law. For a free consultation, call 888-707-4282. That's 888-707-4282. Or visit griffinlawdefense.com. Back here on Overtime, Fan Run Radio. Guys, don't forget to go check out our friends at Sun Upholstery and Fabric over on Oak Ridge Highway. Give them a call today and let Stan know you heard about him right here on Fan Run Radio. It's a family-owned and operated business, locally owned as well, with over 60 years of combined experience. That's not something you get every day, especially in today's world. you yep. know, you got to support your mom-and-pop places where you can. Mm-hmm. Support local, shop local. Go check out our friends at Sun Upholstery and Fabric. Going to jump into this game that we got tomorrow against NC State for a little bit. Uh, NC State is led in scoring by Jaden Taylor, averaging 14.7 a game. And right behind him, DJ Burns Jr., averaging 13.3 points per game, 5.8 rebounds. He might pop off tomorrow. He very well might just because, you know, there is the revenge factor in it. There is probably a little bit of animosity. It's like, okay, well, I had to go play at Winthrop. Then I had to work my way back up to a D1 school or a, excuse me, a D1 Power 5 school after being at Winthrop for a couple of years. So, I mean, there's going to be a fire lit under him. And let's call that like it is. He's going to come out. He's probably going to play or try to play the best game of his life. Who knows? But it's going to be up to guys like Jonas Adu to shut him down. And then you got DJ Horn as well. A lot of DJs, MJs, LJs, KJs. A lot of juniors. A lot of, no, not a, not a lot of juniors, right. just. They got, on this roster alone, DJ, DJ, MJ, LJ, and KJ. Well, I'm, I'm Those assuming, are their first names. Well, I'm assuming it's like like Michael Jr. and the, like put MJ or something like that. Or, you yeah, know it what could I mean? be. Um, 
You bring up the Burns matchup. Kind of like my kid eventually is going to be called JJ. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, you bring up that Burns matchup. He's an interesting guard. And, you know, yeah. we've seen Tennessee so far this season struggle against some good big play. Yeah. Um, now, Burns is a little bit different because he's not your typical center. He's just a, he's he's a huge. Hoss. I mean, he's what, uh, 6'9", 275. You're not going to see that very often in college basketball, really, in basketball in general. Like, oh, no, no, dude. Like, he's an F-350 sitting down there. Yeah, I mean, he looks like he you know, could be playing for NC State football. Yeah. Um, so it'll be very interesting to see how Adu does down low against that matchup because we saw him get in foul trouble against Zach Heady. You saw him, you know, have a hard time guarding Hunter Dickinson, and we saw mm-hmm. at least in that first half he really struggled with Armando Baycott. Right. So now, DJ Burns is not as talented as this, those three guys I just mentioned, but right. it'll still be, you know, that's a big guy who, you know, he's going to put a body on you, and you're right. going to have to try and counter that, and you're going to have to box out and hope some of your other guys can come in there and crash the boards as well because you're going to need a couple – you're going to need some help because that guy takes up a, a fair amount of the paint. And um, I think that's the, the matchup I'm looking for the most. Now, overall, I'm looking to see how Tennessee plays defensively as a whole because over these last four or five games, mm-hmm. we've seen a little bit of an issue – on uh, switching off of a pick and roll, right. we've seen a lot of open shots, even against George, Georgia Southern on, on, on Tuesday. Uh, you know, Georgia Southern is not a very talented team, but they still had a couple really open shots. That if you're playing a team like uh, Illinois or playing, you know, it, maybe NC State as well, right. these guys are going to hit those shots. They're playing Power Five, you know, Division One basketball. Um, it's real basketball. Yeah, so yeah. I'm, I'm looking to see how Tennessee plays defensively. Obviously, the offense has been the story of the year with Don Connect and guys like that. But uh, defensively, I want to see uh, them continue to play aggressive. And, and let's not have open shots. Now, that UNC game was bad. I mean, was, it looked the like first a half was awful. Looked like a pretty game shoot around. Yeah, you know. So. Uh, oh no, we're not even going to start splitting halves again. Uh, we're not, no, we're no, not no, 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 no. That's not me. That, we'll, we'll see if uh, he calls back in today. But I hope not. Um, yeah. So that's what I'm looking for: the matchup and then defense, and see how they do. That's going to be interesting. So looking at North Carolina State's schedule, they have wins against the Citadel, Abilene Christian, Charleston Southern, Vanderbilt, Boston College, Maryland Eastern Shore and UT Martin, and losses to BYU and Ole Miss. Ole Miss is a team that is uh, quietly putting together a very good start to the season. Yeah. well, it, I mean, that's what happens when you have Chris Beard as your coach. Yeah, and also when you have the portal right there at your your you know doorstep. You oh, can it's bring, portal you, man. Yeah, you can bring guys <laughs> in, and that's, that's the positive about the portal. Now, we've talked so much this week about the bad parts, but mm-hmm. good thing is you can get a guy like you know Chris Beard to come in, and you can be competitive right off the bat because he can bring yep. in guys that can play. Um, so I, the only time I've seen NC State play was that Vanderbilt game they played on Thanksgiving in, in Las Vegas, and um, they played really good defense. Now Vanderbilt not, might not be the, the greatest team in the SEC, but um, I think NC State plays a play style where it kind of mucks up the game. It's very physical, yeah. kind of a dogfight. Um, so Tennessee has really not had to play a team like that yet this season, so it'll be very interesting to see uh, what that's like tomorrow. And D.J. Horn has led them in scoring in three of their games, especially in – Two of the last three in which he's had 22 and 21. Uh, this Diara guy, this guy you're going to have to watch out for on the boards. In this season alone, he's been the top rebounder in three games, which he has tallied up 14, 11, and 18 rebounds in a single game. That's a lot for a college player. Yeah. Like we see it in the NBA. Frequently, but guys like Jokic, Anthony Davis will get up there a few times. Carl Anthony Towns, he'll go get your board. Clint Capella, um, there's you a sleeper pick on a bet. If Clint Capella's rebound total is over under 10.5, just take the over and thank me later. Like That's that's just how it works. Now, they're not going to dish the ball around a lot. There's not going to be a lot of assists tallied up tomorrow. But, you know, it's going to be an interesting matchup for the Vols, considering this is your chance to go get your third, what I would consider quad one win. Of the year because NC State they're going in, into this game seven and two, they're putting up some decent stats. They've got a couple of wins on there that's like okay, okay this team can play, but nothing's really standing out to me. It's like okay, well this is an elite team. Yeah, if this were a if this were at Tennessee, it'd be a quad two game. Now since it's in a neutral site, it's quad one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So neutral site makes that a quad one. So uh, especially you know we've talked about it for a couple weeks now. These out-of-conference opportunities against teams that could possibly be in the tournament, possibly make a run at the tournament, um, these are really important come March because yeah. 
you know, you need these out-of-conference wins. Now, the SEC is hard as it gets these days in, in, yeah. in conference play. So you need these it's wins. Last week you got Illinois. That was a big win. This week you need NC State. You whiffed on a couple opportunities earlier in the season in Maui and in, at UNC. But, you know, Wisconsin, NC State, Illinois, those are three good wins uh, in out-of-conference play. So I think you need this one tomorrow. In your opinion, everybody around the room, who is going to be the pivotal player that we have like everyone has to rally around this guy, and why? William, start with you. Well, I, I think the, the easy question or easy answer would be Dalton Connect. Right. Um, you know, Connect when he is on, I mean, he's on, and it, we haven't seen a player like that play for Tennessee in a while, or maybe ever. Ever. Um, uh, I'll, I'll go ahead and say it now. We have never seen someone like this who can spot up and shoot if he needs yeah. to. But this guy will split defenders mid-air. Like that, that's incredible. Well, his thing is he's good at three levels offensively, yes. and it's hard to find that in college basketball, especially at connect size. You know, a guy that can you know shoot the three at a high clip, uh, can you know take a shot at the elbow, and can also drive it inside. He's been great at all those things. But to not have a common answer and say connect, I think it's Santiago Vescovi. Um, you know, Vescovi is a guy that's been here for five years now. Yeah. And if connects rolling, that's great. But you got to get another guy involved, and I think that's got to be a Vescovy because we saw some confidence from him against Illinois. We did, and I, I kind of joked about it. I kind of felt like he got his swagger back. I'd like to see that swagger on Saturday as well. Dawson, what about you? I'm going to go down low. I'm going to say Jonas Adu. Okay. Uh, if he has a good physical game down low on the boards, I think you can rally around that. You can lock up the boards, play good defense. I think that can kickstart you in a game. I mean, look at the Georgia Southern game. I mean, they rallied around him the whole first half, it felt like, uh, and he powered the entire offense. So if you rally around him, play good defense, I yep. think it's Jonas Adu. So I'm going to say a name, and it's like, okay, well, he's just saying this because. No, it's uh, Santiago Vescovi because I feel like this team goes as he goes. If he's having a good game, the team is going to have a good game with him. Yeah. If he's having a bad game, you're going to have to rely on a lot of people to pick up some slack, and that is mm-hmm. not a position you want to be in, especially in a neutral site game in which you have a chance you know, to get that quad one win because we've already dropped three already. Not a lot of people are, are happy about those, but we also have to take into account those were three of the best teams in the country, and one of them was at the hardest, if not, or one of the hardest, if not the hardest place to play in America at North Carolina. So I think this team goes as Vescovy goes. If he has a good game, if he's able to dish the ball around and you know put up some shots and get the ball in the basket, you know it's going to be a good day. Otherwise, you might be looking at another one of those forty-seven to forty-six games. Sure, that you absolutely hate to watch. Well, let's hope we don't. Have those that. are games I cannot stand to watch. I'd rather shove bamboo up underneath my toenails than to watch a game like that. That is an interesting comparison. Yes. I don't think has that ever hit the airways before any anywhere. I think that's the first bamboo toenails reference. I said I would shove it underneath my toenails. You know what? You know what bamboo is. I do know what bamboo is. Okay, yeah, I would rather take that and just take a just a little engineer hammer and just than to watch a forty-seven to forty-six basketball game. What about like a rather put my hand in a blender or something like that? No. I, I mean, I, I get that. I like it. No, that because you got to think. Then you're going to have bamboo splinters underneath one of the most sensitive areas on your legs or your feet. I, I did not need that visual. You did not need to give me that today. What you didn't the, like the, the whole bamboo? No, no, not in the slightest. That's probably exactly how it would sound too. <laughs> I don't want to find out. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my gosh. I mean, think about Maybe it. Maybe we should try that. No, I don't want to try it. That's what I'm saying. I hope we have a good game. That way I don't have to do that. Well, there you go. I hope so, too. I don't want to see that. <laughs> you would not want yeah. to see that. I'm sure it's a very painful and unpleasing, unfun experience. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. Kind of like going to the ER, you know? Yeah, I went to the ER. The last time I was at the ER uh, was – Senior year of high school, I had COVID really bad. Yeah. And, uh, you know, couldn't breathe one night. Go to the ER because that's where you go if you can't breathe. Yeah. And, um, you know, I'm like gasping for air, and they sent me down to the waiting room like I've got like a, you know, a splinter in my toe or something like that. <laughs> and I'm like, like gasping speaking for of air. Splinters. Yeah, speaking of. And they just had, I mean, so nonchalant, just, yeah, come on, yeah, check in, sit down at the, sit down in the waiting room. And I'm like, <gasps> and I'm like, 
That's when you just fake pass out. Like you make like an Ole Miss football player, you just drop. Yeah. On that nasty floor, they'll clean you up. Just just drop on the floor. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. You should have seen. There were some other characters in there too. I, yeah, maybe don't go on the floor. Yeah. Ma- no. ma- don't even sit down. Just stand up. You're better off just standing up. Yeah. I, yeah. I I hope. Knock on wood. I don't want to go back there anytime soon. No. No, it's not fun. Not fun at all. Any other games this weekend that have your interest? We actually have yeah, some college football this weekend. Well, you know, yeah, bowl game starts uh, tomorrow. But uh, to me, UConn-Gonzaga is a really intriguing matchup. Mm-hmm. Um, UConn has five – all five of their starters are in double digits in scoring. And Tristan Newton, who was the point guard for that team last year, transferred over from Eastern Carolina. Um, he leads the team in points, assists, and rebounds as a point guard. Mm-hmm. And um, they, they've got a really good team once again. Now, Gonzaga's got a couple of good transfers they got. Right. Uh, Ryan Nebhard is one of them, um, who's a brother of Andrew Nebhard, who played you know Florida-Gonzaga a couple of yeah. years ago. Um, this It's a good matchup. Two well-coached teams, uh, Mark Few and um, uh, Hurley, Dan Hurley. Uh, th- th- these, this, these are two good teams, and I think uh, we got a really good matchup in, in that game. Got a couple of interesting ones to pass along to you. So, Kentucky and North Carolina play tomorrow at 530 mm-hmm. in the CBS Sports Classic. That is going to be that'd be interesting to watch. That game played, or is being played down in Atlanta at the State Farm Arena. And then a game that should be on national television, but it's on ESPN+. Plus. Number 13, Clemson travels to FedEx Forum to play your Memphis Tigers. Yeah. I mean, that. Well, the, I, that's just going to be interesting to watch for me because I want to see what Memphis has actually got. Well, Memphis has shown so far this season, you know, two games on the road against SEC opponents. Yeah. They beat an AM team last Saturday, on yeah. or last Sunday, I should say, on the road. And, you know, Wade Taylor is one of the best point guards in the country. And Memphis was able to come out of there with a win. They beat Missouri earlier in the year. Missouri's not as good at Texas A&M is. Right. But um, despite all the noise and adversity Memphis has been through so far this season with, you know, their top transfer, Jordan Brown from uh, Louisiana Lafayette, not even playing. Um and then you have the Mikey Williams thing going on. Yeah. Despite all the noise, they've been a really good basketball team. Now, uh, PJ Hall for Clemson is as yeah. good as it gets at the at the five slot. God, I wish we would have got him when we were recruiting him. Yeah, he's a good. He's a good. We player. thought he was a Tennessee lock at one point. Yeah, and he, he played really well in that game against Alabama. Was yeah. a big reason why they were competitive in that one. And uh, it'll be an interesting matchup for the Tigers because they've got some good players uh, around the perimeter. Now they're lacking a little bit. Um, they did bring back Malcolm Dandridge, who's been there for a while. He's kind of yep. their their center. But um, what there's another what Purdue and Arizona play. Purdue and yeah. Arizona play at four thirty yeah. tomorrow. Yeah, Arizona. I mean, they're they're a fantastic basketball program. We can all acknowledge that, right? Mm-hmm. But I just have a hard time believing because you know I like to place these futures parlays. I'm having a hard time putting any money into Arizona being the national champion at the end of the year. The reason I say that. Every year that you think they're going to make a deep run, what happens? They lose. They pull a Tennessee. I mean, that's what they do. I just don't have any confidence in them uh, making that deep run. And now they're going to have a great regular season. They might even win the Pac-12. Probably will win the Pac-12. I think right now they're the best team in the country. You think so? They've got it on both sides of the ball. They're dynamic. Caleb Love's been huge for them. And they were missing last year a a go-to point guard, a guy that can control the game. And, and also put up the numbers. He's, I mean, like, Caleb Love's been a huge impact. Now, he had some some struggles at UNC. Right. Um, but, but he's they, came into his own this year. He is coming to his own. And they got a – I mean, averaging 14 points a game. And uh, Omar Ball, uh, Ballo, mm-hmm. their their center down low, has is, is been great too. Shooting 69%. It's pretty good. Um, yeah. From the field this season. And also he's getting it done on the glass as well. They're, they're good. Uh, second in points per game, second in assists, third in rebounds. They're a good team. Does Alabama Creighton do anything for you? That uh, game at eight o'clock on Fox. Yeah, that's an interesting one. Um, you know, Alabama's a little bit underachieved this year. Yeah. Um, now Mark Sears, who's taken over the role for Javon Quinterly. Yeah. Uh, Mark Sears has been one of the best players in college basketball this year, averaging 24, 24 points a game. He's been great. Yeah. Uh, and Crane lost a couple of key contributors last year, but they still have Trey Alexander, who I like a lot, and uh, Brenner uh, too, and he's their center. Um, so I give Crane the, sl- the slight edge tomorrow, uh, but another you know these are just good games, right? Yeah. Um, you know with college f- football season over, you can 
sit down on the couch tomorrow and watch some really good basketball teams, some teams you'll see in the tournament. Absolutely. Stay with us. Overtime continues. Final segment of hour number one and max out your winnings coming up right here on Fan Run Radio. Are you tired of looking at that piece of furniture that is wore down and you don't want rid of it? Then you need to go see our friends at Sun Upholstery and Repair. Family owned and operated with 67 combined years of experience. Located at 8913 Oak Ridge Highway. Give them a call today at 865-237-3272 or visit them online at fabricsun.com. That's fabricsun.com. And be sure to tell Stan that you heard about it right here on Van Run Radio. Matlock Tire and Auto Service, proudly serving East Tennessee since 1953. At Matlock, they provide hometown service you can trust. Whether you need a great deal on a new set of quality tires, or you're just looking for a trustworthy place to get your oil changed and tires rotated, Matlock is there for you with five locations across East Tennessee. Find your nearest location and schedule your service online today at matlocktireservice.com. Support those who support Fan Run. Support Matlock Tire Service and Auto. Ever been the coach who realized the team's gear just wasn't up to par? Well, if I'm being honest, that was me. Just a downright irresponsible and plain bad coach. Then, SM Athletics changed the game. I want you to picture this. I walk into their store, a coach with a vision. SM Athletics didn't just see a coach. They saw a team's potential. And they delivered custom uniforms so striking. Our team's spirit soared. From cutting-edge apparel to top-notch equipment, SM Athletics transformed our presence. No more unreliable online orders or envying the other team's style. SM Athletics stands for quality, design, and on-time delivery every time. Coaches, elevate your team with SM Athletics. Call 865 966-3434 or visit smathletics.com. Get the best for your team. Delivered right and on time. So, elevate your team's game by contacting SM Athletics today. Are you ready to make your dream home a reality? Hi, I'm Bo Kregner and here at the Kregner Group at Realty Executives, we know that finding the perfect home is more than just a transaction. It's about finding your sanctuary, your future, your happiness. Our team is dedicated to guiding you every step of the way, ensuring a smooth and stress-free journey towards home ownership. Whether you're buying, selling, or investing, we're here to help. Call me anytime at 865-742-1035 or just visit us online at bonoshouses.com. Making a better vodka soda ain't rocket science. You just got to start with a better vodka. And then voila, you get a white claw vodka soda. Your taste buds are about to get a PhD in deliciousness. JB Smooth only drinks vodka soda made with the world's smoothest vodka. Try the all new white claw vodka soda. Pick up a variety pack of their four delicious flavors. Only 100 calories, 4.5% alcohol, and two grams of sugar. White claw vodka soda. Please drink responsibly. Final segment of hour number one. It is time for Max Out Your Winnings presented by SM Athletics. But first, we got some breaking news. William, hit us with it. Yes, uh, yes, we do. Uh, huge news. Uh, Notre Dame tight end Holden Stays, the number one ranked tight end in the portal, has committed to the Tennessee Volunteers. A big get for Josh Heupel, um, a guy that I think will be very valuable as a pass blocker um, and also a pass catcher as well. That's a huge get. First one out of the portal for the Vols, and it's a big one. Nice. And with Max out your winnings, we're going to give you a same-game parlay for tonight. I'm going to give you a round-robin for tomorrow, and William's going to give you his best bets as well. So that same-game parlay, we're going to go LeBron James over 25 points, Victor Wimbanyama over 20 points, Anthony Davis over 20 points, LeBron James over six assists, Anthony Davis under 13 and a half rebounds. Use a profit booster of 25%. On FanDuel, it gets you to plus 747. We're also going to do a round robin for tomorrow's games. We're going to do Kansas minus 6.5 against Indiana. Baylor minus 2.5 against Michigan State. Florida Atlantic minus 9.5 against St. Bonaventure. Northwestern minus 9.5 against DePaul. Ole Miss minus 3.5 against Cal. And we're actually going to take the Alabama money line against Creighton. Throw a little bit of money on a parlay. And then we're going to make it a round robin. 
love round robins. William. Yeah, uh, I'm taking the Knicks plus five and a half tonight. The public loves the fact that Bradley Beal, Devin Booker, and Kevin Durant are all playing together tonight. Um, but the problem is when these new teams come together, mm-hmm. it takes a little bit of time for everyone to get going. Yeah. And the couple times they played in preseason, there was a lot of isolation ball. Uh, there's only one basketball on the court. And, and Booker and Beal and Durant are all great players and need the ball to be effective. So as, as they continue trying to work this thing out, um, I'd, I'd look at taking the opposing team's uh, spread just so, solely based off the fact that sometimes these things take a minute. So Knicks plus five and a half. Uh, no Mitchell Robinson tonight, but that really doesn't affect uh, the the defenders guarding you know Bradley Beal and Durant and all those guys. So He's on my band list, by the way. Mitchell Robinson is? Yes. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. Um, but also, the, the Suns' defense has been bad all year. And I don't think that's going to change adding guys that aren't going to play defense anyway. So mm-hmm. uh, next plus five and a half is my best bet. There you have it. That is Max Out Your Winnings presented by SM Athletics. Guys, let me tell you what sets us apart from everybody else. Customization. Any logo solution you need, we can make it happen. If you want to put that logo on a design or you just want the logo by itself, we'll make it happen for you. Top-notch products. Your high-end products. Your Nike. Your Under Armour. Adidas. Peter Millar. North Face. Carhartt. We can make all that happen. Don't want to spend the money on that? There are plenty of alternatives to that. Great customer service and competitive pricing. William, you can vouch for that as well. I can vouch for that. I um, helped grow my brand with SM Athletics last week. I got my first prototype in, and uh, we're looking to do some things in the future with them as well. So uh, I loved it. Great quality. Uh, got it quick, and it was easy. Um, I, I can't complain. I'd I, I suggest it to anyone. I told you I'd take care of you, didn't I? Uh, yes, you did, and you, and you did. Yeah. Don't let your business or your team go out looking like a slouch. Come to SM Athletics, put you in top-notch gear, top-notch quality, and very competitive pricing. Send an email to jake at smathletics.com for more info. So, when you look at other games throughout the week, or excuse me, throughout the weekend, we talked a little bit about Clemson and Memphis. Clemson, of course, being number 13 in the country. Memphis is actually a two-and-a-half point favorite in that game. Yeah, I, I think they, I mean... I think they should be. They play well at home. And they've, you know, shown so far this season they can go up against some of the best teams in the country. Or, well, maybe, maybe A&M's not one of the best teams in the country. But um, they can be competitive against a lot of teams, and they have. Okay. So, I, I, you know, at home, I, I, don't, I don't mind it at all. And then there's also going to be a game in Seattle tonight. 10 o'clock on ESPN2, you have number five UConn and number 10 Gonzaga. UConn is a three and a half point favorite in this game. They're expecting a lot of scoring in this game. Over under set at one fifty three and a half. What's the thing about that? Well, you know, I talked about that you know game a little bit ago. Uh, these are you know two really good teams, and and both teams can score the ball really well. Uh, UConn has shown this season they they've been consistent. You can get it in a lot of different spots. Um, the top to bottom, they're starting five all in double digits and scoring. Um, and then on the other side, you got Gonzaga, who's hit on a couple of transfers this year, Ryan Ebhards being one of them. Um, and, you know, they've got a really good offense. They pass the ball around really well. It's, it's good basketball. These are two good basketball teams for a reason, well coached. And, uh, yeah, they've, they've done it so far this season. I think this will be a great game. Very well good. Dawson, you've actually been to Climate Pledge Arena. I have, yeah. What was that arena like? It's, uh... Was it made out of leaves? No, it was not made out of leaves. Because when I see Climate Pledge Arena, I feel like it's something that should be made out of leaves and bamboo. It's not made out of leaves or bamboo. But what if it is? What is the thing with bamboo tonight? I don't know. I've got bamboo (laughs) on the mind. What can I say? Is that one of the dumbest arena names y'all have heard? Uh, That is interesting. Like I put that up there with Acrisure Stadium. You know, Heinz Field forever. Heinz drops the sponsorship. What can we do? We can go get a company called Acrisure. We could call it the ass. <laughs> think about it. What yeah. are some other bad arena names that you can think of? There's a few of them. Uh, Little Caesars Arena. I think that's so corny. I love Little Caesars Arena. That makes me want to go go to a game. Mm. Like, there's been some that are just iconic. It's like imagine if Gillette Stadium changed its name to like, I don't know. Coinbase Stadium. 
Well, you had like Heinz Field changed to whatever they change it to. The Acresure Stadium. Yeah. The ass. Yeah. What What is Arrowhead now? Isn't Arrowhead something different? G-E-H-A Field at Arrowhead Stadium or something now? Yeah. Yeah. What does that even stand for? I don't know. See, and it used to be like some of these arenas were just iconic. You know, the Staples Center. You know, the Crypt. American Airlines Arena. Yeah, theirs is something weird now too. The problem is all these big tech companies came in there and bought them out. Yeah. And Bitcoin and all that crap. I mean, think about this. Nissan Stadium used to be LP Field. They're the only ones that really upgraded their name. I would have loved for the Miami Heat to be able to play in the Carnival Arena, considering the port is literally right across the bay, Mm -hmm. essentially, or the ocean, whatever you want to call it, whatever they're in. Like, it's right across from it. Like, you can see it. You can see what used to be American Airlines Arena as you're boarding on your ship down on Biscayne Boulevard. It's pretty cool. Pretty cool, I think. But you used to have, like, sponsors were not a thing. It's like Wrigley Field. That name is never going to change. At least Yankee Stadium has not succumbed to any sort of branding. I'm sure they could if they wanted to, too. We had the most pure form of an arena here that you could think of in Thompson Bowling Arena, a.k.a. the Tommy Bowl. Now, the Food City Center, the branding. You walk in, it's everywhere. Everywhere. I feel like big college stadium, like football, though, like Ben Hill Griffin Stadium, Neyland Stadium. If anyone tried to change the way that we speak of Neyland Stadium, there would be chaos. Yeah, there'd be outrage. Mm -hmm. That better never happen. I don't think it would, unless Danny White gets money hungry again. We don't need to do that. Not to that. Not to the greatest cathedral in all of college athletics. No. Absolutely not. But you used to have, like, even pro arenas and pro stadiums. You know, you had Chicago Stadium, which is where the Bulls played. Chicago Blackhawks played. You had the Boston Garden, which is now the TD Garden. Mm-hmm. Uh, granted, the old Boston Garden didn't have air conditioning, and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was having to get oxygen on the sideline when he'd get taken out of the game. Have you ever seen those videos? Like, you just look around, and it's just steaming because there's so much sweat from the Boston fans. Then you see Kareem Abdul-Jabbar just grab the oxygen mask and just put it over his nose because there was no oxygen circulating in that place. Have you ever watched the videos of the old Boston Garden being tore down? A dude actually gives you a tour of the inside of it. And it's about like, you know, these old like middle schools because normally what they do is if there's an old middle school or an old high school, they're going to make that the middle school while the high school gets a new building. Right? Well, sure enough, it looked like one of those. Like where the uh, locker room is upstairs and you have to go up a flight of stairs to get to the locker room before gym or for a basketball game. That's what it looked like. Mm-hmm. And it resembled the colors of the Boston Bruins. Interesting. The Forum was a nice one. The L.A. Forum. Yeah. I think that's a very cool arena. We've ruined society. But now there's only one Forum. There's only one Forum. It's the FedEx Forum. That should be still playing at the Pyramid. Well, actually, there's the Pfizer Forum, too. That's where the Bucks play. And yeah. Marquette. Marquette basketball plays there. Marquette does play there. How do you all feel about that? <clears throat> College basketball teams playing at NBA arenas. And the Tigers do too, Memphis Tigers. Yeah, uh, when they when they have a big game, they sell it out, and it's really cool. Um, now, I don't know. I really don't mind it, to be honest. I mean, I just I guess I've just always known Memphis basketball to play at FedEx Forum, but you know, it, even if they were to move, then you'd be you know downgrading the amount of seats, and I don't know. That's a big pro. It's a you don't need to do it when you've already got a high, you know, high class facility, right? Because I mean, FedEx Forum is one of the, you know, maybe not the best, but one of the better venues in the NBA. Yeah. Um. So why, you know, why try and fix something that's not broken? You don't. And then of course, some of the women's teams they play in like, I, w- I don't know if it'd be the auxiliary gym. They play the in like on field houses, yeah. but the on campus gym. Yeah. So Kentucky does that. Yeah. North Carolina's women's team does that but now when tennessee comes to town they're going to play that game at rub most of the time matter of fact i can't think of another time in which it was played at the auxiliary gym but that's uh i don't know 
Because there's some teams, it's like, okay, well, there's nothing wrong with the gym that you play in. Why do you need this if you can't fill the arena up? Because if you can't fill the arena up, that's one thing. Well, it's also just a cost thing. Like, I mean, yeah. it's taken South Florida how many years to finally break ground on a new stadium? Because they play in Tampa, the Buck Stadium. Yeah. Um, and now they're building their own, you know, South Florida Stadium. Just well, a money just like thing, a, too. UCF used to play at uh, the Citrus Bowl. Yeah, now they play off the highway. Yeah, the bounce house. Mm, yeah, love the bounce house. <laughs> I really love the bounce house. I mean, there, there's a lot of stadiums and arenas that, you know, the branding has just, I don't know, it almost ruins it for me. It's like, no, it's not supposed to be named that. It's supposed to be named this. Staples Center was a tough one, but Staples is broke, so they couldn't pay it. Did the Lakers cause Staples to go under? It wouldn't have been the Lakers. The Lakers won the championship the year they lost the bidding rights. Well, it wasn't the Lob City Clippers that lost the money. Didn't help. They, the Lob City Clippers were fun to watch. And that's it. Blake they, Griffin, DeAndre they, Jordan, they, Chris they, Paul. Because they weren't successful come playoff time. It was fun during the regular season, though. Oh, they were so fun to watch. Blake Griffin just yamming on people. Poor Kendrick Perkins. He's still rolling over in his grave after that. Yeah, uh, Clippers fans <laughs> hold on to that timeline like – I've never seen it. I mean, they've had two of the top, you know, 10, 12, 15 players in the league for five years now, and they haven't even graced a, a finals. Like, they've never even no. gotten close. No, they've got a roster. I mean, it, granted, it's a bunch of washed players. I mean, Paul George is still – he's still got something left in the tank. I don't know how much he's got left, but – Paul George and Kawhi can still play. Yeah. Now, the problem is the rest of that roster just couldn't get it done. I Really, they had no, they had no excuse not to win in the bubble. Right. They were the best team there. Yeah. Until the Lakers came around. I hate the Lakers. I can tell. I hate LeBron James. I can tell that too. I disagree on both. LaChina James. Uh, You're discrediting the greatest basketball player to ever play the game. LeBum James. I mean, most talented, most all around. I mean, he's he's a great basketball player. LeFraud James. People will miss him when when he's gone. No, we ain't. Yes, you no, will. No, we ain't. Yes, you will. When no, you, we ain't. When you turn on that TV and he's not playing, it's going to be a lot different. And when he's not on the screen anymore, I'm going to turn it right over and watch Michael Jordan's son, Jimmy Butler, make it happen. <laughs> I thought you were about to talk about Michael Jordan's actual son. Oh, no. No. No, the, the one that can play basketball. Jimmy Butler. And possibly Anthony Edwards. I don't know if y'all have seen that one, too. Yeah, Anthony Edwards is good. I'll give you Anthony Edwards. Anthony Edwards is going to be – he's going to be something to watch here in a few years. You know, he's something to watch right now. He's, he's something to watch right now, but, I mean, it's going to take a couple of years before he's contending for championships. You know, it all going to depend on where he is and uh, if they can get some help around him where he's at. But that's neither here nor there. Stay with us. Hour number one in the books. Hour number two coming up right here on Fan Run Radio.